and we are live. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Strong Tea. I'm Vicky. And I'm Katie. And if you haven't joined us before, why haven't you? We've got such an array of, what's the word? Spectacular, eclectic, inspiring, Mm -hmm. powerful. All of the above. All of the above episodes. And Mm. the whole ethos and the whole reason why we have Strong Tea is that we invite guests on to talk about their journeys, their stories, their experiences, about topics that we consider taboo, things that a lot of people bury their heads in the sand over. But these are the things that we think we should be educating ourselves on more, definitely talking to each other about more, mm-hmm. um, and kind of dispelling myths around them as well. So yeah. we've covered so many things um, mm. from mental health, sex, death we've covered so many but we'll get into that what makes this episode particularly special get the tissues ready it's the farewell for now episode so this is the finale of this season and boy we've got some topics lined up including a look back a look forward what our most popular episodes were. I'm swaying. I can see you swaying with the forward and the back. Yeah. (laughs) But before we get into all of that, what are we drinking? Katie, co-host with the mostest. Oh, I like that. Um, Well, because it's October, even though we're having this stupid heat wave at the moment, which is a heat wave. I mean, it is for October. Um... The leaves are still falling off the trees, so I am fully embracing autumn, uh-huh. and um, I have a cold as well. So I've gone for a pucker tea, and I've gone for a vanilla chai, which is a caffeine-free lift flushed with cinnamon warmth. How nice I don't like the word off? flushed, but I like cinnamon warmth. I like that. That sounds really nice. And do you know what I've paired it with? I've gone for a Lindor Lint Truffle White Chocolate Chaser. Just the one. You minx. Oh, well, I know. I've stolen it out of the fridge. It's actually Neil's. Um, but if I just take one, he won't notice. Oh, hot topic. You you put lint chocolates in the fridge. Put all chocolate in the fridge. Chocolate should not be consumed if it's not in the fridge. Interesting. I put it in the cupboard. Oh, no. Oh. This is this is going to start like the, the dunking chat, isn't it? Wow. What, so what's, what do you have something against it being cold I so I like to melt the chocolate in my mouth and cold for me is more if you want to just bite and chunk it down whereas things like galaxy I mean that's just made for melting isn't it just pop it in your mouth and give it a good suck <laughs> we finished the sex series <laughs> sorry um, no, i'd still slap it in the fridge there is not a chocolate i do not put it in the fridge because i like that you know the, like the crack of chocolate when you put it in your mouth and it's cold and like if we go to the shops and we buy chocolate i can't eat it until it's been chilled but you can't don't... Eat room, room temperature chocolate can't eat it interesting i think we need to i need to yeah we need to social media poll this don't we so we did the dunking and not dunking, and dunkers won. Dunking won. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't have anything against dunkers. It's just not for me. It's like However, chocolate. The chocolate in the fridge situation, that's, that's going to start a fight. 
So before what? it does, what are you drinking? Get a nerve. Excellent. <laughs> um, so it's final in the finale. Final in the finale? I mean, why not? Why it not? Technically Final correct. in the finale of the season. I've I've I'm still holding out for Yorkshire tea sponsorship. So I've mm. gone for Yorkshire tea gold. It's the classic. A you know? oh, nice. It's just a classic. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Have you dunked anything in it today? I did. I dunked a Fox's uh Fox's cream. Fox's cream. Yeah. Is that like cream crunch? You know the two golden oh. crunchy biscuits. Oh, my... the... oh. Yeah. those are my favorite biscuit. Mm-hmm. I dunked. Nice. I dunked. Nice. Yeah. It's like a super, super, super posh custard cream, isn't it? Are you watching Bake Off? I'm not at the moment. Is that, do you have something against Bake Off? I'm just checking because I don't want to start a second fight. No, because this is going to be a really long episode. Wait for it. (laughs) Because I started watching it last year because I used to watch it every single year. Mm -hmm. And then last year I thought, actually, these people are, the the calibre of the contestants that they got on has gone up every single year, that it's almost professional level now. I like seeing someone who can't boil an egg suddenly win Bake Off because they have, you know, come into themselves. The underdog has learned really quickly and been able to produce something absolutely incredible. And I think those times have gone. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but that's what made Bake Off special for me. Um, but I, I've, I've digressed. Go on. What was your point? No, well, it was Biscuit Week last week. Oh, nice. So I was um, interested to see if you had uh, got involved with that because they were making marshmallow biscuits like the Tunnock's Tea Cakes or the Wagon Wheels. Oh, they've done that one before in previous mm. year, haven't they? That's a yeah, it's a tricky biscuit. It is a tricky biscuit. Yeah. yeah. And then biscuit. um they had the week before where they were I can't I can't remember what it was the week before. Um, but um someone made their showstopper in the shape of a beaver and just watching Prue Leith go, So tell us about your beaver. It's just that's just the reason I watch it. It's the innuendo. It's innuendo bingo all the oh. way. Yeah. It's like, what, are you being served, but a bakery edition? Yeah. It certainly is, with Have cake. British humour. Yeah. <laughs> Before we digress and just purely talk about biscuit and bake-off and chocolate in the fridge, which is the only way, um, let's get into today's episode. Um, and do you know what? I've been, I have been, at your recommendation, I have been binging Mr. Borland podcast. Oh, and I am... Quite obsessed, and I've gone through about twenty episodes in the last week. Mm-hmm. And um, when he says, "So let's get into today's episode," I'm like, "Yes, let's, 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 let's." So I'm now adopting that. Let's get into today's Do episode. It. So yes, as Vicky has said, this is our farewell for now episode, and Vicky's going to tell you a little bit more about why we're having a break um, in a bit. But if you haven't listened to us before, and this is your first time joining us, interesting one to start on. Just chatting about Biscuit. But where did we start? Now, Vicky and I came together about, was it, it was almost two years ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. We'd known each other for many, 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 many years and uh, had done the sort of thing where people lose touch. They stay connected on Facebook and there's sort of like the occasional like on a photograph. That was pretty much it. And we reconnected over grief and over loss And it became something which we ended up bonding over and got closer than we ever were before. And 
we ended up talking on the phone or on a Zoom call, wasn't it? For yeah. I don't know, probably about three hours, I think it yeah. was, by the time we got off the call. And we were just like, oh my God, there are so many things we could carry on talking about. And we were like, we should talk about this. And I texted Vicky <laughs> and I was like, why don't we do a podcast? And she was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And Strong Tea was born. And like Vicky said, this was always born out of a love for wanting to talk about things that people find difficult. And our first episode was all about grief and loss and our own our own personal experiences and what it was like to experience grief. And we never once sort of said, this is grief and this is the only way that it happens because it happens to everyone very differently. And we've heard a lot of that throughout mm. all of our recordings, but that's where it came from. And since then it has grown into, my goodness, what has it grown into? Well, we've been international. We certainly we've have. been continental. Yeah. Is that, the, is that the right word? Yeah. Well, international. <laughs> Better than I was going to say incontinent. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I if you want to chat about that, that's a whole <laughs> other episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's grown. We've had... I mean, there have been people on here that have just blown my mind who have agreed to come on here. Not because, not because we're not amazing, because this show is because of the people that we've had on it. And I think it's blown my mind looking back, the types of people that we've had, had on telling us the stories that they have. Mm-hmm. And I think from our humble beginnings, I don't think either of us ever imagined some of the things that we covered, um, how far we've reached with people, with the topics that we have, and just some of the comments and feedback that we've had back, just how many people we've touched as well. Mm. Um, you know, the, sorry, I can't get that out of my head now that we've touched people. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm... No, honestly, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, don't look at her. Don't look at her. Yeah, don't look at her. <laughs> But genuinely, the amount of people that have said that episode really got to me or Mm. wow, that person was amazing or, you know, that really hit home something that's happening to me right now. Um, And we go out not intending to do that. We do that because, as Katie said, we started off talking about grief. And from my perspective, I couldn't understand why people weren't talking about it because grief and bereavement is a very isolating feeling isolating world to live in that I couldn't understand why other people weren't talking and being really open about it why people felt that they had to be in their own little bubbles and as it turns out it's more than just grief that that isolated trauma that isolated bubble of feeling happens as we've talked about with bipolar OCD we've talked about all kind of things where we find out that these individuals and their journeys has you know they have felt that their little world was so isolated and they were on by themselves that they opened up and they wanted to talk about it with other people. And that's always been our our purpose. Yeah, and I think, I know we said we'd talk about um, kind of our biggest learning curves really from this show uh, later on, but one of the things that has amazed me, like you said, it's the fact that people want to come on and share their stories, but it's the fact that, the reason that people want to do that is because they want to help 
Yeah. And, you know, some of the people that we've met, you know, Victoria Kleinsman was one um, when she was um, surviving domestic abuse. Um, Madeline Black, again, mm-hmm. on our Forgiving My Rapists episode, um, the episode we had with um, Sam about surviving childhood sexual abuse. These people are opening up about some extremely traumatic events purely because they want to help other people. It's not yeah. so they can get a platform to become bigger or better or anything like that. It's because they've said, if we can help just one person, know that they're not on their own. That's what's important. And that's what's blown my mind, that people yeah. are so selfless in that respect. One of the questions that I get asked a lot is, how do you get these guests and how much do you pay them? We don't pay our guests we don't these are guests that come on in their own free time mm-hmm. who offer up their stories to talk to us about their trauma their the things that they have their lived experiences for free in their own time to us to you mm-hmm. and that blows my mind as well because some of these people are you know I mean Dylan Holloway for a start mm-hmm. is now playing festivals who's his best mate now Drake is his mate mate Drake like he was you know he's like he's out there just you know sipping the the bollinger and stuff living his best life yeah living his absolute best life but if when it comes to talking matters of, of things that matter to them things that they want to be out there to help other people they'll down tools and they will give their resources freely and that that inspires me as well that's that's something special that we've done here it is. It is. It's amazing. And like you mentioned originally, we have covered so many different topics now, which I think we'll go through in a little bit. But um, do you want to, because I might cry, do you want to talk about why we're having a break? Was that your house or was that mine? I have no idea. I think it was mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That was definitely my house. My we've got one of those nest alarm things and occasionally it's like oh hey we're gonna do a sound test now i'm like what's happening so even the dogs are like what yeah not that ghost that followed followed you home then no but we've got one of those as well honestly had real spooky stuff happen the other night and i was like definitely a ghost living here you know like in a modern house as well i was like "Mm, ghosties definitely ghosties did you see my video from chillingham castle yes yes like there was a thump in that video. Don't know where it came from. How did you not run away? Because I'm stubborn and I'm a no, I will Fearless. find out what the cause of that sound is. Because I'm kind of a what's the word? I'm a curious skeptic. So you know the podcast Uncanny? Yes. Do you always when you're listening to the um the story, do you always side with the skeptic? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. When they're like, oh, the door handle couldn't possibly, you know, have have gone down by itself. You think, couldn't it, though? Because, you know, it, it, it could happen if, you know, the spring's loose or, you know, it was it was on a catch and you just needed a little bit of an extra. And you don't know who was on the other side of the door. Such I'm a, I'm one of them. Such a pessimist, honestly. No, but I'm curious. I want to believe. I want to I'm, believe. Oh, I I did. Funnily enough, I did that with the, you know, the six parter thing he did about the witch farm. Yes. And um, they were like, you know, they had the skeptic on there and they were like, well, you know, this 
this this could have been this and this could have been this and I was like yeah but there's too much there's too much going on and it's happened to too many people for them all to be making up and coming together and being like this happened completely independently and how do you explain that how do you explain that I get quite frustrated because I'm like yeah one thing or you know the whole they talk about the sleep paralysis where you get oh yeah um sleep visions and stuff like that I'm like yeah okay I get that but then if it happens night after night and your dreams are syncing up with other people's and actually there's physical things happening, you're like, stop trying to say no. This is, <laughs> this is a thing. So, uh, yeah, that's frustrating. Anyway, we digress. We digress. Sorry. So, so why are we taking a break, Katie? Right. Why- <laughs> so- <laughs> Shit, clearly. <laughs> um, so we've been doing this for, for a couple of years and it'll be two years in December, won't it? Two years in December it's it's and oh my god it has changed my life it really has I have I mean obviously I've got you as a bestie so that's that's nice um but I think for me it's it's just opened up a whole world of meeting new people it's learning and we've been doing this for free we've Mm -hmm. been doing this in our own time which when your mum's working mums it's really chuffing difficult Mm -hmm. um it's difficult to find the time let alone be coherent (laughs) yeah not tired (laughs) you know so I think you know having had the time because of the way that we um scheduled our episodes and our recordings we've been able to do work in between and for me in particular we've been able to have a little bit of a break between recordings and I've been able to put my head into my business which has grown um mm, it's so, changed yes, so much hasn't it it has I'm no longer late in life coaching I am late in counseling and coaching Check you out. Um, I know and I I just want to be able to see where this goes over the next year with a bit more time Mm-hmm. um so yeah so and Ellie's just started school so that's um interesting it, schools give you emails about six seven times a day yeah, and no I don't want to be on the PTA I have seen motherland that is not going to happen <laughs> um yeah it's um so there's a lot going on that I just think okay one of the balls is gonna have to be put to one side for a second um and it just you know after a long chat with Katie it's just kind of and it it, yeah this is my passion this is my love I am not going to leave it on the shelf for long I know I won't no and it's it's been a mutual decision because Freddie is now 16 months old and he is a whirlwind he's a wonderful wonderful whirlwind of just intrigue and adventure and just wanting to be everywhere all of the time and I don't want to get several years down the road when he goes to school and think, I wish I'd spent just that little bit more time. You know, I wish I'd done a little bit more with him. And, you know, it's great at the moment because he gets, do you remember when we first started out with these podcasts? Well, not when we first started because he wasn't here then, but um, when he was first born, he used to just sleep in the little chair next to me whilst I did it and if he woke up I just take him out and just pop him on the boob and it was great (laughs) (laughs) it's far too big for that now um um, but uh he has a great time when we're recording hanging out with grandparents and stuff which is wonderful but I want to make the most of this time and I think as well 
you know, we talked about what we've both got on individually. But because we have done so much, I think we thought, actually, let's just take a step back and regroup because we've had now, I don't know, I, I've lost count. I have made a note of it so that I don't forget. But I've lost count of how many emails we've had from people and messages on social media saying, I really mm. want to come on to your show and talk about my story. And we were just kind of finding that it was like, oh, my God, there's so much we could do here. There's so far this could go that we were like, actually let's just take a step back, shall we? And plan to come back with a bang. I think that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think, as you said, the amount of people that have come forward, the topics as well, we haven't covered before. And so that's quite exciting as well. Um, And our final episode of the Strong Tea series, I think, was one that we were really wanting to do. Um, It'll be out by the time we do this one, won't it? So it's the true crime. Yes. Yes, it will. Um, this is going to be the last one, and this will be that one is the week before. Yes, yeah, so that would have been last week's. Which, if you haven't downloaded it, download it because it is brilliant. But I know at the end of that episode, we were very much like, we are going to revisit this. Yeah, and I think in our heads and hearts, there is so much more we want to cover. Oh well, we 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 constantly message each other, don't we? We just just like <laughs> random words and little phrases, and it's like we should cover this, and it's like ghost hunters, yes, cults, cults, <laughs> oh, def- cults, yeah, definitely cults. <laughs> um, but the fact that people are now recognizing our podcast, you know, we've got almost seventeen thousand downloads, and mm. I don't know about you, but that blows my mind for two years of something that we just thought. Let's just have a little bit of a chat about our grief, see where it goes. And now it's like, oh my God, 17,000 downloads. And we've got listeners all over the world. Yeah. Russia. What? Of all places. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Who knew? You knew because you looked at the stats. I did look at the stats. I I looked at the stats. I look at the stats every week because I like to see where people are from. (laughs) America, Australia, obviously the UK, but America, Australia, Canada, big hitters um but yeah it's just fascinating to know where people listen from because it's just like this is crazy um but it's it's exciting but it is so, so what have we covered oh yeah I oh, covered dude I mean where 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 do you want to start I mean we we went all the way back our first episode um I don't actually have it on here well we recorded our first episode and we put it out on YouTube. So actually, there's a really embarrassing fo- video of me. Uh, you look great. Um, but there's me being like, <laughs> and with an oddly squeaky voice. Um, and we released, I think it was our first three episodes, two or three episodes on YouTube alone. We did. And then we thought, actually, let's put it out on a podcast um, yeah. platform. And so... We, we we uploaded to Podbean um, at the start of January 2022. Mm-hmm. And that was all, by, all the way back when, like we said, with our grief and loss episode, we covered, to, to name but a few, we've done bisexuality, breast cancer, mental breakdown, uh, diabetes, sober, trans journey, spiritual healing we did an incredible death series Mm. um and I say incredible because I think after we did our first episode on grief and loss 
it was something that we were like, we need to open up the conversation mm-hmm. more about this. And we covered death and dying, um, grief and loss, parental loss, child loss. And actually, our quick brew, which, by the way, if you're just tuning in for the first time, quick brews is a little sidearm. It's like a little sister of strong tea, which is where it's just me and Vicky like this, chewing the fat about specific topics. And we did one um, that was all about the world of death. And it was how different my favorite cultures. episode. I it's love brilliant, it. isn't it? I yeah. still laugh listening to that. I've got a friend who like loves all of our episodes and she was just like, that was brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. She's like, you should do more like that. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I mean, that was just, that's not even halfway through 2022. No. I think what I like the most is that we swing from one end to the other. So we did Childless by Choice, Childless by Choice. And then we had Solo Mum by Choice. Yes. And I think we've, I don't think we're afraid to tackle those topics that people might be too scared to ask the questions about, you know. Mm. And I I think, particularly the childless by choice one, I think that took a lot of people back for to have someone who is actually, yes, I'm a woman. Yes, I'm expected to be maternal. Yes, I'm expected to have children. But you know what? I don't want them. Yeah, and it's interesting because since we did that episode, it's kind of almost like highlighted to me a lot of people on social media who I think followed us after that Mm. episode. And it's interesting the reasons that people don't want children. And I'm, I'm always very conscious now, and I think I was partially conscious before, but now when I talk to people... I don't ever say, oh, when are you having children as mm. like an expectation thing? But if if the conversation is around children and I say, do you have any children? And if someone says no, I sort of say, oh, is that, is that something that you want? Because I think, well, it's not my place to say, when are you having kids? But it mm. opens up the question to be able to say to them, uh, say back, well, no, actually, I don't want children. Yeah. And that, that's okay. And I think that those sort of things those sort of conversations that we're having make other people aware that it's okay to sort of, you still broach that topic, Mm. still talk about it because people who don't want kids aren't going to just tell you to get on your bike and stop asking questions. Mm. But it's about knowing that the response might not be, oh yeah, I want to have five children and live in a house with a picket fence. It might be, no, I'm perfectly happy with my life. I don't want kids and that's okay. Yeah. It's it's fascinating, and the solo mum by choice one as well was another one that picked us. You know, a lot of people then picked that episode up and followed us, and we had a few questions come in. And I think it it was that powerful message of of you know stereotypes and assumptions. Yeah. Um. And Kate Draper, who who was our guest on that episode, was particularly. Um. I mean, she, she's just very eloquent and very kind of good with her words, unlike me right now. Um, so the way that she described, you know, the journey of, you know, becoming a solo mum by choice and the reasons behind it were so, uh, what's the word? What's the word? They were so clear. It's like, I don't know what you're going to say. I can't help. And this is why we're taking a break. <laughs> To read a dictionary slash thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she she was really um, clear about her yeah. point. And 
it was an argument that potentially people hadn't heard before, let alone the journey of someone choosing to go through it on their own before. And I think it was very empowering, very empowering. Yeah, because I think, you know, wrongly so, a lot of people who see single parents make the assumption Mm. that it's a failed relationship. Yeah. And I think what she opened up there, we're talking about her experience, was this kind of world that maybe a lot of people hadn't even thought of. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a thing. You know, Mm. this is this is something that, you know, people do. And I think that's one of our most listened to episodes. Mm. Yeah. Um, which I was just like that it really surprised me because I was just like, I wonder why that one is so at, you know right at the peak of, of people's listening yeah. but then I thought about it and I thought yeah no because this is this is the unknown for so many people yeah and yeah. she's she's brilliant I mean super yeah, she's incredible living the dream but we were well ahead of the curve as well with some of our topics so the importance of drag we had special guest uh Sab Samuel come yeah. on talking about um his journey going drag time story our UK and going to schools and libraries and going to these events where he uh, reads kids stories, LGBT plus themed stories. And it's obviously been in the press a lot since our episode, not since our episode caused that, but we recorded that episode shortly before it completely kicked off. Yeah. Um, and we kept tabs on um, Sab and he's handled everything like an absolute trooper. He really has. Um, there were protests and actually people invading the events. Bearing in mind there were kids there. I think that's completely unforgivable. Um, but he has, you know, stuck with it and it's now award winning and he's won numerous awards for his drag time story hour. So yeah. I think the the thing that frustrated me about that was a lot of when you watch the protests that were online, I mean, this is like you're talking about a handful of small-minded pricks um, outside these venues, and these are families mm. and children, and you're not these these families aren't necessarily LGBTQ, but mm. they are taking their children along to show that it's okay, it's okay to be who you want to be, mm. and these protesters. This is to show you how small-minded were um saying things like oh you're grooming them you're a pedophile and it's just like do you actually know what what that means do you actually do you have an understanding what this person is doing to help educate children meanwhile you're showing them a really small-minded view and violent and violent and aggressive and nasty like what what, why is that a better thing to teach our children rather than, you know, here's someone who's just coming out to educate children to show them that it's okay to be who you want to be, whoever that is. Yeah. And I just, it, honestly, it blew my mind because I'm like, and I, and I, you know, it's it's been my news resolution for the last two years is to not get wound up by social media. <laughs> <laughs> However, I failed. I failed on both years and I'm sure it will feature again heavily next year. But watching these videos and seeing what these people had to say it was just like oh my god it's like mm. watching trump supporters you're just like mm. what is the matter with you sorry american listeners actually i'm not i'm not sorry um 
sorry not sorry she's going um, there <laughs> moving on um, but some of the episodes that we've done that I've loved are a couple of the quick brews that we've done um on cosmetic enhancements um <laughs> veganism oh yeah and, and also diet yeah because it we gives us the chance to research some pretty dark wild. things really hasn't it <laughs> wild stuff and honestly your comment when we went on bbc radio <laughs> and you asked how do you milk an oat <laughs> to get um, how do you milk an oat <laughs> to get oat milk and i'm in the background going tiny udders <laughs> <laughs> and that will never leave me that will never, leave, never me. leave me yeah that's been a highlight major highlight of 2022 isn't it <laughs> bbc <laughs> Yeah, BBC Radio, bring it on. BBC and did you know our quick brew on periods and cycles is one of the most listened to? It's in the top 10. And that makes me really proud because I think we we researched hard for that episode. Because mm. um, I know we spoke beforehand and obviously we divvy up the different research areas between us, which is how we don't end up kind of clashing with things. Um but I think we we were really meticulous with how we were going to present our research as well, mm-hmm. because we knew it was going to be an education piece. I and mean, it was for us. The stuff that I learned about my own body 42 years too late. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's oh yeah. You know, sorry, 21 years too late. It's um it's astonishing. It's twenty one. You can edit old. that, right? <laughs> it's fine though. Just yes, yeah, so after two years, my editing skills are still nowhere near <laughs> being able to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and it's I think it's amazing the stuff that you do learn from this. I mean, we have mm. done, we tend to, with 99.9% of our guests, we do a pre-chat, don't we? Mm. And we just sort yep. of find out their story, their journey, and understand what it is they've been through. And we go away and we write our questions. But it prompts us then to look at things in more detail and understand what this person's going to be talking about. And the stuff... Mm. I have learned it's mm-hmm. it is mind-blowing I did, and like you said earlier I don't think it's a mild comment to say it has this has changed our lives yeah I would completely agree I think it's definitely changed the career the the trend the direction of my career I'm yeah. now a mental health first aider and going along and doing the qualification because we had spoken to so many people who had attempted to take their lives who had suffered from bipolar who had suffered from depression from anxiety a lot of the things on my training were kind of oh I know about that because our guests had so so, uh, using these experiences that we Mm -hmm. have heard firsthand has really helped in equipping me to understand those things a lot better yeah um and I feel really privileged to have been in that in in kind of in that position for sure. um, which is why I feel just so honoured that we've had those guests come on. And I think one guest is um, George Mycock. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. So just He's obviously an expert in his field and is doing about, you know, he's he's going on to amazing things. He's author, co-authoring a book as well, I believe, that's just coming out. But talking to us about masculinity, body dysmorphia, muscle dysmorphia, dysmorphia, sorry, men, exercise addiction, all of that is a world that we think we know about until you scratch the surface and then you see what's underneath. And Mm. I think having someone talk about 
that so openly which is really hard to find yeah um was also a game changer for me as well yeah I think I think that's right it's you know when you you approach a lot of these topics and you maybe hear a little bit about what it's like to live with Mm. addiction or to live through domestic violence and you don't really hear these first-hand accounts of what it's like and how traumatic it is mm-hmm. and I think something that struck me this last week listening to um, and I'm going to keep my shit together here when I talk about this um, but the Tories and how mm-hmm. they have talked about transgender people yeah the fact that our prime minister stood up and said men are men women are women and that's just the way that it is and I don't think I ever would have agreed with that at any point because I like to think of myself as being very open-minded and allowing people to be who they want to be but after talking to so many incredibly inspirational people on this show trans men trans women it has shown me just a tiny snapshot Mm. that if he had even the remotest part of an open mind, that he would never, ever say so. And the the upsetting thing was that when you watch that video, the amount of people that stood in that room and clapped him, it's just like, this is pushing everything back 30, 40 years. This is, why, why, why are we supporting this? Why is this okay? And it makes me fear for trans people because I think what how how is it okay to spread that sort of propaganda and what we've learned and the incredible people that we've learned from it's just I think we've always been very pro LGBTQ and to actually stand up and say we stand with you yeah you know we support you and what you know who you are Mm. that's okay do not listen to this person I think that's really wound itself home to me this last week because you are scratching the surface of these people's lives and when you listen to what they've been through and the experiences they've had you're just like oh my god yeah being a trans person is not easy you know do you think choice no but as in yeah it's like the the way that they talk about it the way that people who don't know talk about it you know it makes it sound like these people have gone, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to be trans because yeah. that's, you know, and you're just like, a lot of these people have lived behind a shadow of fear of not knowing who they are, of not understanding. A lot of those people as well have had no role models to know mm-hmm. what they were. Yeah. And, you know, we as listening to this, we're all saying, well, we come from a very privileged background because we didn't grow up thinking, oh, my God, well, what, what am I? Who am I? What, you know? There was no question. And these people mm. are just being them. And it, I'm getting worked up again. No, no, no. You've got to, it, <laughs> it's people who claim that they're very informed and educated, and yet they're not informing themselves or educating themselves about the things that they're so frivolous in having an opinion about. And I think that's what bugs me the most. You know, if you are going to say things like that, actually sit down with a trans person and talk to them. You know, really understand what you're talking about mm. before you make comments like that. 
yeah because you have fueled an army of anti-trans people you have fueled but equally it's fueled us as trans allies to help lift our our trans siblings up because that's what we need to do yeah and that's Um, what's important educating yeah people which is what we aim to do isn't it and I think one of the key educational things that I've learned in this this series as well and I never thought we would cover it was um HIV yeah and one of my personal favorite guest Jonathan Blake who is forever just gonna be and one of my favorite humans just wonderful the wonderful man with the wonderful lemon cake yes but just the his story about him and Nigel and his life living with HIV and particularly in the eighties, just mm. unless you've heard it firsthand, yeah. you you can't you can't imagine. I mean, you can mm. watch, you know, it's a sin and things like that, but hearing yeah. from someone who has been there, my word, just yeah. phew, mind blown. Yeah, and like how do you live through something where you've seen so many of your friends die? with that fear every day and the thing that he that he talked about so much in that episode was he was like well I just threw caution to the wind because I thought I was going to be dead in a few months and he basically lived Mm. 60 odd years of his life like that like like imagine living with that on your mind and now the work that he does to educate and you know just just to help support others I think is absolutely incredible yeah absolutely incredible so go on then give us our top five most popular episodes of all time well okay um so I'm actually gonna miss out the top top one because it's a it's a real random one it's it's one of our tea break episodes oh yeah yeah leave that one out that's good (laughs) um sorry America um an episode from September 2022, which was Katie um, living with a stage four diagnosis. Oh, Katie. Katie's yeah. an incredible, incredible woman. If you if you don't follow her on social media, you really, really should. Please do. And she is also giving Katie a quick plug. She is back working now as a coach, life coach. She is phenomenal. So for any women who out there who are concerned about their body image, please follow Katie Stevenson. She is just an absolute inspiration. She really is. And she's so very open and honest as well. You know, she um, posted up on her story today talking about um, her meeting that she'd had with the palliative care team and how she talks on a day-to-day basis. You know, she's currently fighting fires with this cancer isn't she and three months at a time yeah three every three months she has to go in have the test and then she has to wait for the results and you just think how are you even surviving that and oh she's had obviously so many lessons and it's it's incredible that people are trying to educate themselves by listening to that episode to understand what it's like because what is it now it was I remember when I was a kid, it was one in three people yeah. would get cancer, and now it's one in two. Like, I don't understand how we're in 2023, mm. and we're not any closer to getting a cure. Yeah. It's crazy. 
absolutely crazy so she's also got her own podcast just another plug there called oh, zero yeah. fucks given um which is again another tell all of how she's doing in her journey and she's had some pretty impressive guests herself on there so yeah check that podcast out as well until that we're thing. back and then come we'll back put, to us yeah <laughs> we'll put the link you can listen to both but it's fine but yeah. definitely come back to us um then we've got next up is my trans life my transition journey that's dylan who we've already mentioned yep like incredible incredible story and that's a two-parter um which again features in the top 10 of our most listened episodes of all time and dylan is just he's the epitome isn't he of a person that you meet that you're just like oh my god you're so lovely you're gonna say you're so hot yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fine. yeah yeah <laughs> no he is he's got a wise head on young shoulders is that patronizing like with what he's been through he is very he's just got so much wisdom and so much in his life that he can offer to people just he's very calming as well isn't he yeah very calming and we should um give a plug out to april kelly as well who is my cousin who introduced us to dylan and she's done a lot of work with dylan um on some of his music and producing videos and and whatnot and um yeah it's just i mean again if you're not following dylan on social media uh dylan and the moon isn't it Mm -hmm. dylan and the moon um but again we'll put the link on our um on our blog post so that you can find him but he's got a lot of music videos and things out and he also um has a video and i'm not sure if it's on his um social media or youtube or where it's at but it's all about how his voice changed for his music um throughout Mm. taking testosterone um so that's really interesting as well um next up surviving domestic abuse which was with vic kleinsman which was incredibly powerful that was rough one wasn't it yeah, like I still can't listen to it because it made me cry. No, and I, yeah. I can't. I can't listen to it back. But um, yeah, that's Incredible. and again, she did that because she wanted to show people that it was. And I say people because it's not just women that experience domestic yeah. abuse. Um, but she wanted to show that it was possible to escape and possible to leave. And she's, I mean, wow, she is that's some amazing. powerhouse of a woman, isn't she? Yeah, thriving thriving next one up is periods and cycles yep was our quick brew and then becoming a parent solo mum by choice go okay yeah i mean but then actually the one you talked about masculinity muscle dysmorphia and men mm-hmm. uh my trans life part two music love and pride mm-hmm. um and then quick brews bullying and then the um... The final one in the top 10, the 10th most listened to, is our first ever episode, Grief and Loss. Right right back to the start. Right Right back back to the start. Yeah. So what are we going to cover? What are we going to do next year? Well, the one I am most excited about, I think, that we have already pegged our guest for. Oh, dear. (laughs) Threw myself off the chair then. Um, if you haven't listened to our sex series, we met the incredible Valen Vane. Mm. Now that I I I kind of I can't find the words to describe Valen because he is so creative and unique as a human that you kind of can't find the words. Is that would that be accurate? 
he called himself a filth wizard. Well, yes, he did. Um, which <laughs> trying to look for slightly more eloquent words. He's he's very. I mean, he's just one of those people, one of those individuals that you you're sitting in a room with and you cannot help but want he's like a magnet isn't he you just can't help but be absolutely hypnotized by everything that he says how he looks as well he's just you know he's he's a piece of art in himself isn't he we were we were like moths to a very bright light weren't we yes we really were (laughs) yeah but um valen talked about sex kinks and fetish which Mm -hmm. was extremely eye-opening as an episode but he has got a podcast um and the name of it has escaped me for the moment um thirsty work that's the one um which is all surrounded about sex education we had this conversation at the time and we thought you know we were talking about the importance of teaching kids sex education and how Some parents find it difficult. Some schools don't really teach an awful lot. And so we've decided to collaborate on an episode where Mm -hmm. we basically do a sex education episode. And it's something that we will do an awful lot of research on, put it together. And the idea is that parents can listen to it. And if they deem it's appropriate for their children, that it can be then played to their children and it's going to be done in quite a fun way, very yeah. relaxed, so that it's not stiff or, oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> um, you know, but it's not awkward. It's not, you know, embarrassing. Yeah. It's very much teaching the things that, you know, informed consent, you know, mm-hmm. understanding that it's not just a man and a woman, mm-hmm. understanding things about STDs and know safe sex and how you practice safe sex and all of those sorts of things and understanding things a little bit more because I think there's an awful lot even in this day and age there's an awful lot of parents out there that are like I don't know how to start the conversation and one of the points that he made I thought that was really valid and hadn't thought about he said if you go in and try and sit down with your child and you're embarrassed it makes them think there's something to be embarrassed about yeah and I was like it's so hard, isn't it? Because you'd think, yeah. oh, I don't want to embarrass my child, but at what age do you start doing this? And how do you approach it? And how do you, you know, there's so many questions mm. that I think I'm I'm so excited about that episode already. It's going to be magic. It really is. I, I can't wait. And I think because we're going to have the time to really plan these things out um, and we'll, we might rebrand, there'll be new photos. It's going to be so it's gonna be so exciting. Talk about we, this. Yeah. This is very exciting. Okay. Very exciting. Let's do that. Yeah. But we've got a guest lined up to talk about race and racism in sport mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we've got quite a few people lined up wanting to talk further about holistic therapies and the controversy around some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Therapists have come out of the the woodwork, as it seems, to to ask to come on. Um, and we've also got a guest wanting to come on to talk about trauma, um, which is something that it, for me quite interesting because we've covered a lot of topics already that have obviously caused trauma um that have been the basis of trauma so i think that could be a really interesting and helpful episode to to really dig deep into what that is and what we can do 
to help others and ourselves who are potentially suffering with trauma or PTSD. Yeah, I think that will be an incredibly powerful one. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, sometimes guests come to us and sometimes we find people online and approach them and say, you know, see you do a lot of work um, for, you know, spreading awareness about topic X. Would you like to come Mm -hmm. on and talk to us? And I've, um, over the last so I don't know two or three months ever since I knew we were going to be taking a break have been taking snapshots of different people's mm-hmm. profiles thinking right I'll put those on a list and I'll contact them um and I think there are so many areas that we can take this podcast because there are so many more things to discuss and one of the one of the episodes that we said we were going to do we didn't get around to doing it we will be doing it is death penalty and since we do you know what since we talked about it since we first decided we were going to do it i am slightly different in my opinion <gasps> Ooh, so folks this is an episode that we put off about three times and it was really interesting so i if i was researching even up to the night before we were going to and then said right no let's let's reel it back let's reel it back and then let's reschedule it um I was watching documentaries I was looking at all these things and I was pretty rigid in my thinking um and as were you and we were quite different so now I'm really interested to kind of do this episode next year and and find out more because I imagine there's going to be more developments next year um Yeah. yeah with changes in speaker house representative all of that whatever's going on in america right now yeah and i think it's interesting um because we put a poll out um when we first said we were going to do this and there was a quite significant resounding no death penalty is not okay in Mm. any circumstances and i was quite interested by that because i was just like oh okay i wasn't you know i thought it would be a, a bit more of a split but yeah i think that's a huge talking point um because yeah there's a lot there's a lot to cover in that one and again we've mentioned it once I'm going to mention it again cults you know a lot of people you know I have become because Freddie um has went through a sleep regression several months ago um and occasionally the only way I can get him to sleep is to take him out in the car and I just get a Starbucks drive around for an hour listen to a podcast he sleeps in the back we're all winners it's great it's like my own time for the day it's great um but I've listened to a couple of different episodes on or not episodes but different types of podcasts on cults and some of them are the cults that you would think of you know in America Jonestown Massacre Mm -hmm. you know the one that you um suggested I watch on Netflix oh pray obey keep sweet oh Christ, that was yeah. But yeah, there's loads. Waco, Wild Wild Country. Oh, there's tons. Yeah. Yes. Well, I got very deep into one um that was about a guy in Colombia who was a Nazi pedophile. Um, so that was that was uh that was dark. Um, but we all think of cults as being this thing in America that just happens. And I listened to a very British cult, and that was fascinating I'd like to sort of dive into things like that a bit more because I think it's fascinating to know 
or to understand, not to know, but to understand how people who are not born into it and are not easily led, you know, like intelligent, well-educated people get drawn up in these things. Yeah. And that's what I want to understand. I want to understand how these people, they always talk about the leaders of these things being so charismatic and engaging Mm. and just almost like enchanting to watch. And you just think, oh my God, I wonder if I'd be sucked in by that. You know, Mm. and I don't know. And I'm, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And some more collaborations. I think we'll have our guests like Dom Smith, um, Finlay Games, you know, firm members of the Strong Tea family who we've talked about doing future episodes with as well. They're going to be back. Um, And yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. It's just, there's just so much. There's, and I almost don't, I know we're running over now, but I almost don't want to finish this episode because I'm like, it's, it's, it's sad, but <laughs> it's so, we're looking at this as such a positive move yeah. and it's not, even though it's sad, it's not a case of like, right, we'll be gone forever. We don't know when we're coming back. We'll be back next year yeah. and we're going to be blowing it out of the water with the guests that we've got lined up, the topics we want to cover. And this does just give us a chance to plan it all out and work out right where do we go from here these are all the topics where the hell do we start and that's that's exciting for me yeah same same so let's wrap this up well yeah but I want to ask oh because you talked originally about what you'd learned oh okay what's the biggest lesson you've learned from this not necessarily about a topic if you want a moment to think, I can tell you what I think. Go on then, you you tell me what you think. Um, So one of the things that has stayed with me, and it wasn't one that was done that long ago, it was, one, it was an episode we did back in July, and it was, I mentioned it already, it was with Madeline Black, mm. and she could have talked about her experience when she was raped in a very different way, but the way she has approached that and the way that she wrote her book and the way that she does her TED talks is that she forgave them. Mm-hmm. And I found that episode so powerful because her resounding point and that biggest takeaway from that was the only person I'm hurting is me. Yeah, They don't know, they don't care that I've not forgiven them. So it's only hurting me. It's only traumaing me further. And I was like, wow that is incredibly deep and insightful and what a way to think and be able to live your life. And I'm not there yet, but I certainly think there's a lot to be taken from that. And I think that's, that's one of the biggest take homes for me from everything. And there's so many points I could, I could say different snapshots. I'm going to tell you another one because I've just remembered it. Finn, when he talked about his addiction journey and he said, Anything is manageable when you take it one day at a time. And he was talking about it in the sense of addiction. But he said, I now live every part of my life like that. And he said, you can just, if you just have to get through the day, Mm. anything's manageable and anything's achievable. And I was like, my God, yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So those are my two take homes from Strong T 1.0. I love it. And I wish I had remembered some of those incredible quotes from some of our guests. <laughs> yeah. Bing. <laughs> I think mine's a lot more holistic. I think 
sometimes we can get ourselves into situations where for example road rage or we just see someone on the tv and we think oh my god what a dick and you think oh humanity's just shit everyone's just rubbish i no longer think like that because we have met some of the most incredible human beings on the planet in Mm -hmm. my view yeah every single person has a story to tell regardless of if you think you do or not you do yeah you do every person has had an experience every person has something to share that can help other people and I have been blown over by the different types of people as well yeah um before this podcast I honestly thought I could categorize people as oh you're like that oh you're like that you can't do that Mm -mm. we are all beautifully unique and the people that we have met are just so just so beautiful inside and out and I just am very lucky very lucky to have you know had them in in our world in my world humbled so yeah that's that's what I've learned that's very emotional I know I'm not gonna cry you're crying you're gonna cry I want to cry you're gonna cry first no no anyway who's gonna do it you wrap it up you wrap up I I opened all right. Well, everyone, um, I was going to say if you like what you if you like what you've heard. I mean, this is a very rambly episode, but I mean, it's still going to be necessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, please check out the back catalogue. As you've heard, we've talked through um, so many episodes, and we have done almost ninety episodes now in total. That's strong tea and quick brews, and you can find all of them on all major podcasting platforms we're on amazon we're on spotify we're on apple we're all over the place just go to your spotify to spotify platform of choice your podcasting platform of choice and type in strong tea chat and whilst you're there if you want to rate us please do because every little helps and it will be great when we come back um to have lots of nice nice reviews and see what people actually think about us um but yes it's been and I don't, I don't want to say this like it sounds like it's the end forever. And it's not it's the end. Not the end. It's, it's not, not the end. end. It's goodbye for now. Um, we cannot thank each and every one of you. The seventeen thousand downloads we have. If that's been you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of our incredible guests. And Vicky, thank you to you for making my life uh, a little, a little brighter on Tuesdays and Thursdays and every other day that you're in my life. But just a little, dude. I'm I'm trying to wrap this up. I need a wee, okay? I'm sorry. Um, And thank you too for just being part of my world, for changing my life and just being your incredible self because you're amazing. You're amazing. You're trying to make me cry now. What are you doing? You are. You are like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make you cry. (laughs) Um, So yeah, you're amazing, but it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from her. And we will see you soon. We really will. Thank you ever so much, everyone. And we'll catch up with you soon. Bye. Bye.